0: So if you have a question later on, we will uh, answer that questions later on. So uh, if you have your Bible, turn with me in the book of Matthew chapter, chapter 9. And then uh, I'm just going to read John chapter 4, verse 34 and verse 35. Matthew, Matthew chapter 9, verse 35, the Bible says, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep, having no shepherd. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. In John chapter 4, verse 34 and verse 35, Jesus saith unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me, and to finish his work. Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then it a harvest? Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. We know uh, in John chapter 4, uh, we, you know already the story there, that Christ went to Samaria. Amen? And uh, it's not an accident my friend, that Christ will pass by and go through Samaria. It's not an accident because He has a mission to be accomplished into that area. And so, go back to Matthew before we go back to uh, John, chapter, John chapter 4. Uh, in verse 35, in Matthew chapter 9, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues Synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. And so tonight, the title of my message is, We are running out of time. We need to see the mission field. We are running out of time. We need to see the mission field. Let me emphasize to you tonight that when we talk about, Mission. Of course, uh, you've been doing missions for many years, might be 30 years or more than 30 years, 50 years might be. And so uh, when we talk about mission, we are talking about the reason why Jesus Christ came to the world. And I do believe uh, that's the reason why we have missions, it is because that's the reason why. That's the heartbeat of God, missions. A church that doesn't have a mission, that is not a true church, amen? And I thank God for your church, amen? Because not only you have missions in here, Jerusalem, amen? This is your Jerusalem in, uh, how, uh, how do you pronounce your uh, town? Holton. This is your Jerusalem in uh, Holton. But thank God, you are reaching beyond your Jerusalem. Amen? You are reaching different parts of the world. Samaria. Amen? Or different uh, uh, parts of the world. Philippines, India, Africa, or other countries. Why are you doing that? Because we are doing what Christ uh, is doing when He came to this world. Amen? We are practicing that. In Luke chapter 19, verse 10, the Bible says, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. We are lost before. We know nothing about serving the Lord. We know nothing about Bible. We know nothing about service. We know nothing about prayer. But when, when Christ found us, Amen? We got saved. And now we are here. We gather here every services, every occasion to Christ, to God. We gather here. Why? Because God found us. He came to our place. When we could not come to him, he came to our place. Amen? We thank God for the great salvation. And so salvation is the main focus on what we called a mission. The reason why there is a, a ministry in the Philippines. You know why? Because of the great salvation of God. the great salvation. It will always go back to Christ. It will always. even in our service to the Lord, it will always go back to Christ. Number one that I would like you to know, we need to see the mission field with compassion, with love, with compassion. In verse 35, it is, it's more than a healing. Amen? It's more than physical healing that the, uh, uh, Christ wants for them or the people. It's more than physical healing. They need spiritual healing. And when Christ heals them, not only Christ heals them, but um, He saves them. Amen? And if you're going to look uh, in verse 36, but when He saw the multitudes, He was moved with compassion. Amen? Amen? Why? Why He... Was moved with compassion because they fainted and were scattered abroad after they got healed, after they got saved. They don't have a pastor. They don't have a pastor because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. There are many churches today, they are praying. For a pastor. Am I right? I've been to a lot of places as I traveled. And uh, they said to me, there's a church that we went, they don't have a pastor. Brother Bobby, would you, would you please help us to pray? We've been praying for five years and we still don't have a pastor. But thank God here in Halton, Maine, you have a wonderful pastor in his family. And he's young. Amen. Handsome. Beautiful. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord for that. You got a handsome pastor. And beautiful pastor's wife. Amen. And they need your support. Amen. They need your cooperation. They need your compassion. Because they cannot do it by themselves. They cannot do it by themselves. That's why you are here. That's why you are here. God sent you here. God called you here. To back up your pastor so that you can do more. For Christ. For the Lord. And so. We need to see our mission filled with compassion. You know what? If there is compassion. There is a great things that will accomplish. I believe on that. I believe that your pastor has compassion. Compassion on lost souls. And, and for you, he has compassion. How about, how much are God? Amen? He has compassion on us. When he look on this world, miserable, we are all bound to hell. Hopeless. But thank God, because of his compassion, because of his great love, he sent his only begotten son. And it breaks his heart. God the Father, they have been together for eternity, for eternity. But when he sent his son to this world, it will separate him for just a moment. But you know, it will really hurt God the Father. But why did he... Do that to redeem you and to redeem It is his joy to save you, to save us. When he hung on the cross, he did not say, I give up. He did not say, I don't want to die because of these people. They don't accept me. They don't like me. But still, he went to the cross, and he died, and he gave everything for us. And even his precious blood was shed on the cross of Calvary. That's the compassion of God. And so we need to look also on the mission field, in our home, in our job, in the church, amen, in our family, wherever we go. We need to have compassion. We need to have compassion. We need to look in the mission field with love. That is number one, compassion. And number two, we need to see the mission field with conviction. With conviction. It means our heart would be troubled if we don't have conviction in our hearts for the lost people. The Bible says that we are debtors. In Romans chapter 1 verse 14. It means we are accountable. I hope that we are still. Have that conviction in our heart. I saw a uh, movie. I forgot the the title. But uh, it's the soldiers. That uh, he said that. I want one more souls. One more. He is saving his uh, Uh, countrymen or the soldiers his friends one more one more one more one more souls amen Amen. one more one more don't give up amen don't give up God can use you every one of us we need to have conviction in our hearts let me encourage you to support the mission of God because by doing that that is the will of God in our life. We are convicted when we got saved. Am I right? We are convicted in our sins. That's why we repent, repented from our sins. And then we accepted Christ as our personal Savior. And we got saved. And now the same thing. Those people that, God, that uh, God used for you to be saved. I hope that we, we uh, have that the same conviction in our heart for the loss. And number three, not only compassion and conviction, we need to see the mission filled with consideration. Amen. In verse 37, Then saith he unto his disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous, But there is a problem. But the laborers are few. Would you consider that? When you, you know, when, you, when we go out to this door, there are many people that needs the Lord. And who will go for them? Us, because we are the children of God. We are the ambassadors of God. So we need to, in Acts chapter 10, verse 42, and he commanded us to preach unto the people. In Matthew 28, verse 19, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. He promised that He will, he will be with us unto the end of the world. Just go. Amen. Just go. It is Him, it is the Lord that saves. Amen. Our work is just to share and let the Holy Spirit. Do the work. Mark 16 verse 15. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Maybe God is calling you. Maybe God is speaking to you today or tonight to tell about Christ. This is just a reminder for every one of us. And so, number four. We need to see the mission filled with compulsion. Do anything we can in love to win people, to bring the loss to the Lord. Amen? I got saved when somebody compelled me to go to church. And so there is a power in compelling. Amen? We have uh, um, what you call uniqueness. We are friendly people. Amen? If we are friendly people, you have friends. Amen? And if you have friends, you can compel them. And even your enemies. We need to tell them about Christ before it's too late. Amen? Do anything we can in love to win people, to bring the loss to the Lord. In our conclusion, in, uh, in John chapter 4, the Samaritan woman, of course she's lost, she's, she's going to hell without Knowing uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. But one day Christ came. In Jacob's well. But Christ wanted to tell her. That Christ is greater than Jacob's well. Amen. Because he is the living water. He's trying to tell to that woman. Even though your forefathers Jacob. And until now you're still Drawing, uh, getting water in this well. But I will tell you, Christ says, I am the living water. Amen. But when she got saved, when, uh, to make the story short, after she found the Lord, the true Messiah, the Savior, she got saved. Amen? In verse 34, Jesus saith unto, the, unto them, Well, the disciples were gone looking for food. My meat is to do the will of him that sent me. Christ is telling to his disciples, he clarify. he clarify his mission. That his mission is not for food. His mission is to save souls, amen? And that's why he came to save this Samaritan woman. And you know, Samaritan woman, they don't have a dealing with the Jews. For Jews to look upon Samaritan, they are unclean. They are unclean. But, you know, Christ did not only come for the Jews. Because, you know, Jews, they rejected Christ as the Messiah, as the King. And so, he changed, the, he, he changed his message. And now he is going to Samaria. He is reaching the Gentiles. Amen? Us. And it's not an accident. Amen? That the Samaritan woman got saved. And then in verse 35... Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then come with the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. Don't wait for four months. Christ is not talking about the physical harvest. God is talking about the spiritual harvest. Because people are dying every day. God is saying to them, Right now, we need to win souls. Right now. Now is the day of salvation. Amen? Now is the day of salvation. In our conclusion, number one, this Samaritan woman, she caught the vision of the Savior. What did she do in verse 39? And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified he told me all that ever I did. One person become multitudes. Don't ever, ever underestimate the power of God to use you. Because he can use you for many people. Might be after one year, you will Amen? Because you will no longer fit on this building. Because if God will open doors, no one can shut. If God can open the opportunities, He will open it to you. So, thank you so much. And I got more conclusion, but uh, uh, thank you so much for having us tonight. And uh, just keep serving the Lord. Thank you for everything. And uh, we prayed for you as well. And uh, just keep laboring for, for God. Amen. Thank you and we love you, Pastor.